The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Tom Gleisner. Good morning, everybody. Broadcasting from the tropical climes of the Haunted Studio, where the air conditioning is on the fritz, and we are expected to be nude by segment one. How are you, Tom? Tony, great to be here. I thought it was one of your sort of strange preconditions. I want the studio at 27 degrees, or I walk. Because you are dealing with Dickinson. There is going to be some more dealing with Dickinson today. Uh, we're going on a crime watch. We're going to ask that time-honoured question, should there be a weight restriction for getting into a Star Trek universe? <laughs> I really think this should be. It's all coming up on Get This. Times are changing, and unfortunately, you know, this is the sort of thing that's happening. Um, something's gone wrong somewhere. That's you too. Good morning, everyone. This is uh, Get This on Triple M Around the Nation uh, with myself, Tony Martin, that man in Cavalier. Oh, hello. Having headphones trouble. <laughs> and Tom Gleisner. Give him a round. Thank you very much. And it's a steam bath in here. Oh. The Haunted Studio has flipped the new trick out of its sleeve. <laughs> No air conditioning. So and I just went for I, I left an email downstairs and just went for a lovely jog. So now I'm <laughs> sitting in a pool of my own sweat. So it's kinda weird and hot and floaty yeah. in here and we're gonna be fully nude by the end of the hour. You'll have to take off your Mick Malloy t shirt. <laughs> we're down to t shirts and I've been revealed to be wearing a limited edition Mick Malloy in Saddam's underpants t shirt. Is that disturbing, Tom, that I'm wearing a Mick Malloy t shirt? It's a little sad, but uh, it is this time of year you don't expect to be exposing your t shirt. You can no. basically put anything on because you're not going to get out of your jumper. You no, know. That's right. Except you come to the studio. Oh, right I'm just so embarrassed to get you in here on tropical no, 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 no. Singapore airport day. <laughs> What have you been up to? I've, I've been struck by crime. Uh, my wife's oh. mobile phone was stolen on Friday night. How? Well, we don't know. Just someone, I was in a bag and she just put it down in the corner. We're at a, at a club and then, you know, the next thing we know, it's not there. It was like it was just the phone, but you've got this weird instant reaction when you realise your mobile phone's been stolen. And once you've figured it, you haven't just left it somewhere. Yes. You assume, well, I'll ring it. You know, oh, yeah, of you think I'll ring it in the hope that, you know, someone's going to be so guilt-stricken as they answer it that they'll agree to drive it and drop it back. Or, of course, you're more likely yeah. to hear the standard response, hello, cash converters. Uh, but and how did you go? No, no one answered. We just oh. left several messages uh, to ourselves and realised it was all getting a bit existential. So, oh. so then we had to get on to the kind of, you know, the rigmarole. You reckon, surely a mobile phone gets stolen in this country about every 12 minutes. You reckon yeah. Yeah. when you ring Telstra, you know, press one for billing inquiries, Press two. You, surely three would be for mobile phone stolen reports. <laughs> yeah. Press this number. No, you have to go through so many hoops, and in the end, you almost buy a new phone just to get your way oh, through the, the menu. So yeah, we're still we're still coping with this uh, horrendous uh, crime that has uh, befallen us. I, sh I should point out that Nikki, our producer, has now turned a fan on, so that we're <laughs> things flying everywhere. Thousands of tiny newspaper articles are floating around the room. Somewhere you, in there, there's a program. If you've often wondered why Nikki's just a tad distracted during this program, you don't really. It, guys, but over your head, she's got uh, 9 a.m. with uh, with David and ah, Kim on. Yes, yes, and yes, what's yes. so distracting about that, Tom? Is David apparently has a problem, and I think it might be a genuine medical condition, something to do with his hips. He can't keep his legs together. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> And if you look, you can actually just spend the entire hour staring right into yeah. the uh, the canyon that is his um, yes. his nether regions. And, and they just think, well, obviously we're going to tackle uh, Kerry Ann with rain nads. <laughs> rain nads is the answer. Let's hope Kerry Ann doesn't try and sort of go like tit for tat with this. Uh, this well, actually, that's a bad phrase. Yes. Um, so yes, that's why Nikki's just a tad distracted yeah, during this hour. Enough. Hey Tom, your wife's phone. What ringtone did she have? 
Oh, she had a, a um, Shakira tango music. Good work. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, hang on. My hips don't lie. Or? No, no, we're going back. We're going objection tango. <laughs> going way back. Oh, well, when she gets the new phone, tell her to go to the Get This website. We have such a fabulous uh, selection of ringtones mm. to choose from, including... The girl's happy. Uh, there's the ever-popular... The yellow belly black snake in a barbecue! Or perhaps... You are dealing with Dickinson. That's new. Actually, I don't know if that's... Uh, is that up yet? Oh, that one's the dealing with Dickinson ringtone isn't up yet, but this one is. Your body oh, is a wonderland. I strongly recommend that one. Uh, haven't heard it for a while. Yeah. All right, is drop a, a sandbag on me. Self-destroying plums. You do that live. Yeah, I just love I saying it. I assume that was on. <laughs> I am. I am so impressed. Yeah. Hey, um, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say that. You know the the amazing or little audio grabs that you're constantly playing on the show. Tony, you must spend your entire life uh, monitoring television, listening to John Howard press conferences. <laughs> and I woke up this morning, I heard that a terrible had been a, a plane disaster in Kentucky. Okay, uh, going and I thought, Tony Martin right now will be going, gee, wonder if there's anything good on the black box flight recorder. <laughs> oh, there could be. That would be your approach to it. It's a tragic disaster, but it happened overseas, so exactly. it's fair game. That's, that's how time ruthless I like the become. way Tone tries to time the ooh, me plums <laughs> just as the sandbag hits him and grimaces a bit for effect. Yeah, there's a lot more to it than you reckon. Jeez, that Mick Moore T-shirt is uh, distracting because it's really old. Uh, hey, right? Ed, Ed, <laughs> Ed, next step is he takes the T-shirt off, and I think fair enough. that's going to make David Rain. <laughs> no, no. The positively loving the T-shirt. Sorry. I, you know, I was offered uh, a movie role once. It's really the only role I was ever offered what in a movie. It? When I was living in Auckland mm-hmm. in the early 80s, I was offered a role as a concentration camp victim in Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. <laughs> Someone literally came up to me at the railway station and said, skinny bloke, how yeah. would you like to be in a film with David <laughs> Bowie? Okay, no, oh, great. And then it's because, yes, we need people who look like yes. you. Uh, but you had to put on weight for the role, I suspect. <laughs> only, so. And then years later, someone who we worked with offered me a role again in a concentration mm-hmm. camp mm-hmm. in a series about Weary Dunlop that never got made. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't enough skinny actors, obviously. <laughs> Me and Nicole Ritchie mm, are queuing up for those. It's appalling bad taste, but true. Yeah. Uh, we should get the show started, mm. I guess. I should um, just tell people we're not intending to dumb down the program like uh, Yana Sunday. Have you been? What's going on there? What's happened? She's, she's, um, she's obviously not allowed to say anything. I mean, yeah. There's lawyers at uh, 20 paces on this one, but she's clearly not happy. She's been forced to eat a certain sandwich. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think she may have. <laughs> Delicious Channel Nine sandwich. Fallen on Eddie's boning knife. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So the new look Sunday, that'll be this week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting something like, uh, it'll be called News Mania. Yes. <laughs> and you'll be able to SMS in for your favourite news story. I'm thinking Celebrity Sunday. It's just uh, it's a little a good tweak, idea. but it's going to work. That'll help. Get in TV hopeful Jake Wall. <laughs> Less current Having affairs. The big issues. More skating accidents. <laughs> Carl, how did Carl Stefanovic, have you covered this big topic? I know you don't watch this show, but I, no. skating, how did he make it through? He's Channel 9. And he didn't even and have to do the dance-off. Yeah, it, it, yeah, now come on. I mean, I know there's, there's network cross-promotion. Yeah. And there's just brazen yes. bias, and I'm sorry, and 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 I reckon Jake should be skating, and and Lara, Laura, yeah. Bingle, the Bingle girl, mm. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm just thinking. I know why you're saying that, Tom, because you are a dancer. Mm. You are. A, I've seen mm. you dance on the telly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When is the judge on Thank God You're Here? Is there a new series coming? Am I even allowed to ask that? Yes, What's there, the story. New series of Thank God You're Here. I think kicks off next week. I want to see the dancing judge. Yes. I think Tom's second series. <laughs> the dancing you've judge. got to combine your judging and dancing skills. <laughs> I could dance and then judge myself, and it would be very harsh. That'd I be nice. Out or you could interpret the, the scenes through dance. <laughs> <laughs> no words. Just this is what I thought. Little mumba. Mm, uh, mm, mm. Mumba. Too a many little, good. A little what it? Sorry, I don't know about dancers. <laughs>
distracted by Kim Beasley's David Rain work on, on Channel 10. Oh, no! Look away. Don't Wait tell for me tackle out. I'm starting to feel faint in here. Yeah. How hot is it? It's Richard, warm enough. I've never seen Richard Marsden with that few clothes on. I've never on. seen his arms. It's the first time I've seen your arms, Richard. I'm He's taking wearing, the sizzle thing seriously. He's wearing a barrel. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we get started yeah. before we lose consciousness? Yeah. We'll be back, hopefully, with more on Get This. That's the Chili Peppers who are coming to town. Uh, and let's get this on Triple M. Will Ferrell on drums. Chili Peppers. <laughs> more cowbell, please. <laughs> And we're in slow motion today because the air conditioning's gone in the studios mm. and uh, it's it's gone all tropical. I'm just wearing floaties. Tom Gleisner is here. He's not impressed. He's checking. You found more dancing in the paper. No, here, no, 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 no. I've gone straight for the uh, the big stories. Now, apparently, teachers' um, literacy and numeracy skills are down. Teachers, really? once yeah. upon a time, when I went to school, being a teacher was kind of seen as a bit of a you know, wow, you're doing you're going yeah, to I, teachers' college. Yeah. But I, unfortunately, over the years, it's obviously not become the most glamorous of professions. No, and, no. and and now that you know, they, they le- they've lowered their standards basically. Yeah. But the but the uh, the teachers have hit back. They said that their um, literacy standards are gooder than ever. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, you'd be the judge on that one. Added <laughs> a spokesman. Are you chewing? <laughs> uh, what is going on? David Hasselhoff uh-huh. has demanded that his wife sign a prenuptial agreement. Now, that's quite common mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Uh, it kind of says that this is going to break up, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, that's pretty... It's yeah. actually a contract that says, mm. come on. It's not a lot of confidence in the yeah. upcoming relationship. <laughs> but what about 30 minutes before they were married? <laughs> she was in her wedding dress waiting to walk down the aisle mm. when suddenly Hasselhoff's burst through the curtains and thrust a pen and paper into her hands. <laughs> you might want to sign this and... <laughs> Don't look down at my pants. It was an accident. <laughs> you know why the bride is always late to get to the church? That's why. She's, she's signing a prenup. She's leafing through documents. <laughs> they exchanged lawyers, apparently, at the, uh, at the altar. It was beautiful. Something old, something new, something official. <laughs> uh, what am I looking hey, for Hey, uh, I've got an email here. What is it? Friend, uh, from our friend John Feynman. Is it uh, a threat? Well, sort of veiled. Mm. Uh, he says that he'd, he'd like the show to have more crackle. Because Sizzle is so 1990s, yeah, and I really think he's got a point. I think we've got okay. to sh- shift our focus. Uh, so he wants more crackle, and he wants a webcast of us doing, like a webcam of us doing the show. Admittedly, he wants to see Richard Marsland's delicious arms and windswept hair. Uh, but he says that we should all get, we should dye our hair blonde and get perms, a la Shay Kruger. <laughs> Let's do it! <laughs> yeah. And I... If we ever get out of this jungle hell, <laughs> we'll do it. And then, and then he sent me a link, uh, a YouTube link, Ooh. which we'll put up on the website to a, Rastaf- a Rastafarian uh, um, tour guide. Mm. I thought you were going to say trampoline. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who spends a full three minutes just smoking a university cigarette and lying on a rock? <laughs> It's the future of television, Tom. <laughs> and it's here, yeah. thankfully. That's, that's it's nice here. Time. While you're down at the Working Dog Factory coming up with new ideas, people are just smoking cigarettes in their bedroom <laughs> and trying to fit into a Star Trek uniform. Look at these guys. There's some blokes in the Melbourne age How today. Looking. There's some woman who's written a thesis what about, about Star Trek. What, 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 what aspect uh, of Star Trek hasn't had a thesis? Uh, the ethics of the, of the yeah. series, what I believe. What does that mean? So they found three blokes to put on Star Trek uniforms and stand behind it. There's got to be. A weight restriction on those, <laughs> don't you think? One of them's a lecturer for sure. Uh, That's what I was going to say. These guys, <laughs> these guys just—they just went around campus and went, yeah. right? You three are wearing them today. Come with us. <laughs> They've got to widen the doors of the Enterprise <laughs> if, if that's what's getting around. 
Does it say who they are? Does it say their names or anything? Or does it say if they're students or, or uh, enthusiasts, lecturers? Star Trek fans. Oh, yeah. And Biggest Loser hopefuls. Uh, <laughs> either way, they'll be on telly. Uh, if you want to be on telly, you've got to have a catchphrase, Tom. And a catchphrase perhaps like this. You are dealing with Dickinson. That's him. It's not that scary. David Dickinson. What's the worst an old guy in a pinstripe suit can do to me? Scary old guy in a uh, yeah, pinstripe suit. He values antiques. He's given 50,000 pounds of my money right, right. to some foolish youngsters <laughs> to buy some antiques because he wants, quote, a cracking load of kits on that there stand. <laughs> on a stand? On a stand. Uh, Does it have to be antiques? It's got to be antiques. Oh, it has to be over 100 years old. Yes. But I, I didn't can't be shares, Ed. I think <laughs> basically the theory <laughs> is we, we keep it to antiques. Can't be Street Fighter 2 arcade games. <laughs> no. So what's happened on the weekends, Ed? And I missed the first part of it, but apparently he's uh, been a little bit too cursory in his assessment of a table. <laughs> Which had a, a leg which wasn't authentic, like somebody, oh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. mm. Added it on later. Plastic. So the young people on the show have decided to question David's uh, <sighs> ability. Mm. And uh, he's had to mention he's 25 years in the business. <laughs> How many times does he mention his 25 years in the business? Let's have a listen. All this dark brown furniture has gone out, isn't it? Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, but at the moment... We've got facts of it. I'm going to say without blowing my own trumpet that... After 25 years, you have a reasonable feel about this business. So you've done your homework? Because we're doing homework. Now, I mean, to even hear a young lady asking me if I'd done her homework, when really you don't know your back front from your front front, no, I sounds don't. a rather silly thing to say <laughs> to me, Joe, yeah, doesn't you've it? Been out, no, I'm just saying, because you, I mean, you can't bet I mean, you've been out of the business for I three mean, and a half years. I mean, let's not have a laugh here. Question. Well, the question is this, and the answer to your question is that over 25 years, yeah. that was my take-home homework. We know that, David. That was my homework. We know that. Over 25 You've years. Been out of the game for a little while. So you're saying now you're qualified to you tell me? No. Because no. you're doing the talking. Well, no. Excuse me, just one second. Well, I'll ask you a question. Now, let's, now let's, let's have some good sense here. I've been doing this business for 25 years. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in this conversation today, and in fact, I'm a bit off with it. David is livid that the team is calling his judgment into question. I am not happy. I think I've had enough, quite frankly. You know, you're taking the out of me. You are taking the out of me. I'm not a big brother. <laughs> I will walk from this series, and you can carry on merrily on your bloody own. Now, that's how I feel about it, because you've taken... 25 years of special work with a lot of flair and a lot of talent into question. And David's not finished yet. Have I done my homework? My homework has been over 25 years. Print that. 25 years. I've got flair, I've got talent, and I've made several million pounds. What can you say about the antique business? You've done very well with what you've bought. You've done so. I've got my 25 years experience right, oh, have no, I? I've can done I, my I just, bloody homework, no, have no, I? No, David, David. I'm going to say this from now on. No more prisoners. No more nice talk. From now on, you are dealing with Dickinson. <laughs> Noble. <laughs> and that's pretty much. That's just before the opening credits. <laughs> That's what you need. You need. You are dealing with Gleisner. <laughs> I'm intrigued by a girl who doesn't know her back front from her front front. <laughs> a little distracted by that. I don't think we can say front front in this time slot. <laughs> dear, oh dear.
So I don't know if they're going to get that cracking loader kit no. up no. on that stand. I don't know if that's going to happen. But for all his anger, he weaved his catchphrase in. That is yeah, professional. Yeah, yeah. That's 25 years in the business. You can't dispute that. No. Beautifully done. All right. Uh, it's Crime Watch. I think that's what we're doing today. There is so much stupid oh, crime. Rampant. There is so much nudity behind the wheel. <laughs> that's the newest phenomenon here in Australia. We'll talk about it next. Get this. It is stonking quality. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Tom Gleisner is with us. Uh, Tom, do you find people come up to you in the street and say, thank God you're here? Does yes, that happen a lot? It does, and you'd think I would have come up with a, you know, a good <laughs> witty response by now, but I go, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> well, I'm still getting people yelling, where's me bloody dim sims from moving cars? Uh, Ed, what song have you prepared for us today? Yeah, I've got one of those guitars, which is like a, uh, two guitars in one. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, so I'm going to start with a sort of a uh, chord progression, I guess, and then I'm going to crack in with some kind of heavy licks. All right. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh. Wow. Yeah, got a kettle on. It does sound a bit like Billy Idol, though. You say that about everything I do, yeah. Tony, and I've had enough. Ah, yes. Welcome to the tropical climbs of Get This, where the air conditioning isn't working here at Triple M and today. And the uniform is Mick Malloy T-shirts. <laughs> We've all been accidentally revealed to be wearing our T-shirts. But what have you got, Mr. Mars? Oh, Nashville. Nashville, Nice, yes. nice. And Tom Gleisner is with us. Very, very uh, beautifully dressed. I've got to say, the downside of getting the air conditioning fixed is they always go too far the other way. And uh, you'll be freezing your asses off tomorrow. It's a touch of, well, you wanted it fixed, you got it fixed. <laughs> There'll be penguins in here tomorrow. Why are you wearing a Nashville T-shirt? Is that because we have Lily Tomlin coming in to That's co-host right. in, on Friday? In celebration, plus I went to New York. Uh, so you get your Nashville T-shirts in uh, New York. Right. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Uh, I'm going to have to refer to your Wikipedia page, I guess, up, Mr. Marslin. It's up, uh, the many nicknames of Richard Marslin. We've got Marslow, Marsbar, which he asked me not to call him anymore. Yeah. Probably fair enough. And now it's on the internet. Uh, the Marslander, the actor Richard Marslin, shock jock Richard Marslin. Oh. Ricky M, and then uh, well, there was one. You had another one for us. Uh, Marslando Calrissian. <laughs> That's my favourite. That's my favourite. It's one for the Star Trek nerds. Yeah, there we What's go. going on? So they're just listening to the show, and yeah. the Wikipedians are writing down. Yeah. anything you say could end up there. Are you on Wikipedia, Tom? I think I am. I've got a few links. Who are the gatekeepers at Wikipedia? Like, if you put something totally. Scurrilous oh, up. there's no gatekeepers. It's okay. self-regulating. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So there can be totally defamatory oh, yeah, things put up there. I think there's a bit on our page which uh, says, uh, it describes the key phrase at the end of the show, and it says, Tony Martin will select a phrase that tickles his funny bone. Right. And people keep changing funny bone to penis. <laughs> <laughs> Over the weekend, it was simply love rod. <laughs> but I'm encouraging it. Why not? We enjoy a bit of love rod tickling. Here it get this. Uh, Ed, someone has emailed in to say, why isn't Ed wearing his brown three-piece corduroy suit in the new uh, bus shelter posters mm, that we're on? That's because it's not my body. We've, oh, we spoke, oh, we're not meant to say that. you spoiled it now. We're, we're meant to keep that under wraps till like the end of the campaign. Sorry, Tony. Everything comes out of the bag on Sorry, this show. Tom. That is not our bodies. <laughs> nah. On those bus shelter posters. It's because they had four photo shoots mm. in the first three weeks and of this show. And, and we just went, we're not being photographed again. We've run out of expressions. <laughs> so they took old photos of our heads and stuck them on other people. Who is it? It's Richard Kelly, yeah. the producer of um, uh, Tough, Tough Love. Love. Yep. And Zach from Marketing. And Zach from Marketing. Mm. 
and they're doing our bodies. Mm. Oh, that's and sad. Bit of body double work. Often what happens in these promo shoots is, we're, uh, often at TV stations, everyone hates each other. So they, they refuse <laughs> to be in the same that's photo. Right. So they've basically got to Photoshop everybody in. Yeah. There's no way. And then they get really angry that I'm seen to be standing next to Mike Munro and you know how I feel about him. <laughs> so, well, yeah. it's understandable. The politics, I'm sure, uh, apply to radio just as well. Uh, when are you going to start sporting that uh, suit again? W- weren't you called a puff when you wore it in public last year? Uh, both times. Yes, okay. thank All you. Right. Yeah, yeah. A lot more complaints about you, Ed. Uh, someone Why? has written in. Cameron is uh, expressing his disappointment with the yeah. lack of planet naming that went on in last week's show. You said we were going to be naming planets. It yeah. never seemed to happen. It wasn't my fault. Yeah. I put it on as a dovetail with the, for the callers. Yeah. Might have been confusing. No one rang in. <laughs> yeah. we'll, do, we'll do it again. No worries. And there's less planets to choose from now. Pluto has mm. been downgraded. It's been relegated. Uh, it's now a dwarf planet. A dwarf <laughs> planet? So there's like this international body of astronomers gets to decide who uh. can and can't be a planet. They should do the same thing with celebrities, I think. Good idea. You downgrade them. You're now a dwarf celebrity. Good yeah. idea. Laurie Oaks has been downgraded <laughs> to a dwarf. <laughs> Just the no, thought. No longer a block of gaseous matter. <laughs> <laughs> because I was on um, I was on Tough Love on Friday, and astronomers were calling in about this. Mm. And I'm going, well, hang on. Saturn, Saturn, mm. as we've learned from Ross Noble, yeah. is, uh, is I don't know, something to do with the density. Mm. If you picked up the planet Saturn yes. and you found a lake big enough, you could float the entire planet on the lake surface. Right, okay. And so I'm asking this guy, well, how is that possible? He goes, because it's made of gas. So, right. And then I go, right, so that's a planet made mm. of gas. Mm. And then, well, what about Pluto? What's that made out of? Ice and rocks. Well, surely ice and rock beats <laughs> gas. <laughs> it's rock, paper, scissors. The yeah. championship's on over the weekend, by the way, at uh, the Tweed Heads. How was it? How, who, who took it out? Oh, I don't know. know. You don't know? I don't know who was the handiest. I haven't got to the stats yet. It's sports. It's technically sports. It doesn't interest <laughs> me. So that's what I'm saying yeah. is surely rock planet yes. trumps gas planet. Absolutely. What would happen if you landed on Saturn? What would you be standing on? Nothing. You'd be just falling into the gas. That's not a planet. You'd go straight through. That's a cloud. <laughs> it's just a cloud floating in space. And just because it's a big cloud, it gets to be a planet. Why, I think did that's Pluto, wrong. why did Pluto get chopped out? Not big enough, apparently. And too far away, and just, you know, based on the Disney character, it just had everything, <laughs> everything working against it. Size does matter, mm. apparently, out there in the uh, Milky Way. Cosmos. Uh, Ed is working on a brand new segment for tomorrow's show. It'll cost at least $700 million, but construction won't start until 2011. Is that right, Ed? Yeah, best time to start construction. Mm -hmm. You've got to race a 700 mil first. Actually, that's a children's hospital that Peter Beattie's promising uh, Queenslanders if they vote for him. Am I in on that? Oh, yeah, you are now. (laughs) Sweet. All the nurses getting around in brown corduroy suits. What else have we been emailed about? Oh, look, people at yeah, Saskia has sent me script notes on my Twisted Tail script. Still doing that, are they? They still send them in. Is that right? On the on the script? And they're not just abusive, no, ridiculous, No, I would have thought it would have been all abuse, quite mm, frankly. Mm, mm. And there's sort of things like character development tales off in the third act. Jeez. Twisted needs to be disguised more early on. Jeez, by M. Scorsese. <laughs> M. Scorsese? No, by just someone from Patterson Lake. <laughs> Hey, they're selling uh, some more Telstra shares, the government. Uh, is that a good they don't go very well, though, do they? No, no, no they're not doing all that well. I think people who bought them for about $7 last time around mm. is currently sitting on about $2.50 worth. But another awesome. $8 billion are going out. It was announced uh, in the usual manner, Friday government press release, uh, preceded by uh, Steve Weisard's share trading spree <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> so basically those were the signals that went out. 
for us all at <laughs> to uh, let us know. Telstra shares are it's there to be had. On the, the way. News straight out of the mother faxer. Uh, people want to know if the Patterson Lakes thing we did with the kids is on one of our podcasts. It isn't because it's full of that pesky copyright music. Yeah. Uh, you don't let that stop you, do you? This is no what I'm one, saying, Tom. No one polices No one that. polices that. Just do it. It's like, you know... <laughs> Growing dope in the country. <laughs> Come on, police. Listen, your body is a wonderland. Wouldn't that be copyright? Yeah. Uh, you would see that's a cover version, uh, and it's a sound alike because he hasn't quite stuck to the original chords. Not a sound alike. Yeah. <laughs> <sounded> nothing like. <laughs> but some, yes, I take your some point. They improve. Uh, if it's officially off key, it's allowed. That's that's a, a little loop. A different key. Yeah, a different key. In a different key. Yeah. We had the annual meeting where you have to go in, and the lawyers address. See, there, you've made them. You've asked. Uh, Once you ask permission, you're dead. Ed was. Right Writing notes, and the Tough Life team as well, we're all facing the lawyers, and Ed's writing notes throughout the meeting. Mick Malloy's leading out, mate, what, what's this? What are you doing a show with the SWAT, eh? <laughs> what's going on there? What's he writing down? Turns out Ed was writing a sketch yeah. oh, okay. about Richard Marsland water. <laughs> Marsland flow. <laughs> wrote it during the legal meeting. And Mick was really impressed by that. Oh, oh mate, you've done well there. That you've got is... him writing sketches during the legal meeting. <laughs> that is time management. Nikki, do you remember back in the panel days, we used to, once a year we had to have a meeting with the lawyers about defamation <laughs> and you'd get into the most ridiculous hypotheticals. What if I said... He once was a Nazi war criminal, but I didn't say he was a pedophile, but I implied that whilst he was the war criminal, that he liked children. <laughs> and then, it, you know, the lawyers go, hmm, interesting. What episode of the panel was that? <laughs> These are hypothetical episodes. I remember, we, had a, oh, we had a meeting one day about uh, Martin Malloy album, Eat Your Peas, mm -hmm. and it was actually ended with everyone screaming at each other. And it was about whether we could use this bit on the album where I had claimed that Glenn Shorrock's nickname for his penis was the Lonesome Loser. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I'm yelling at the lawyers. I'm going, yeah, but okay, so he sues us. What is that case going to be like? Imagine how funny that case would be. He'd have to get up and say that he doesn't call it the Lonesome Loser. Wouldn't you want to pay that money just to go to that case, just to be there and see that happen? No, Mr Martin, we wouldn't. No. You were writing a sketch. What do you know? <laughs> uh, so what is his nickname? <laughs> Hang know. on, help is on the way. <laughs> I don't know. He spends most of his time reminiscent. That's what I... Oh, God. I hope he's not listening. Is this when one of these segments that just kind of goes off uh, off topic? The it's we're three minutes behind time. We shouldn't be talking about the lonesome loser mm. or the sharks, which are just <laughs> below the loser. Uh, Crime Watch coming up next. That's oh, Pink. Who knew? Let's get straight up the mountain and have some Crime Watch. <laughs> Tom Gleisner, I'm sure you recognise the theme from Chips. Yes. Stupid crime. You've already mentioned that someone pinched your wife's phone over the weekend. Yeah. Is that stupid crime, though? That's just crime. Opportunistic, I suspect. Mm. I, I reckon it, it must happen every five minutes. And apparently Telstra can actually find out where that phone is. Really? They, they have the technology. Then why aren't they deploying it? Uh, privacy. Oh, privacy. <laughs> that pesky old privacy. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, stupid crime is always happening. Uh, well, Queensland has a lot of stupid crime. I think this story is from Queensland. A naked driver has led police on a high-speed chase through Sydney's south. Oh, no. Sorry. The pursuit ended when the man lost control of his car and slammed into a suburban garage. Police got a shock when they went in to arrest him. The man ran from the car stark naked. After a difficult time getting hold of him, the man was taken into custody. 
and has been charged. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking of a different naked driver <laughs> altogether. What I love about that is the newsread is not quite sure whether to do the wacky <laughs> tone or very serious, this is dangerous, someone could have been killed tone. Right. So he kind of oscillates well, between it, the two. He ends up sounding aroused. <laughs> That's where he sort of, oh. the bit where he's like, they had a difficult time. Like, he was so knowing in his voice. Yeah, like, yeah, every yeah. time he comes across a naked bloke and he tries to wrestle him to the ground it's, in the street, it's, it's not quite easy. a difficult yeah. time. But I maintain that no matter how serious the crime, as long as no one's been uh, yeah, hurt or yeah. killed, mm. uh, as soon as you add a naked bloke, yes. I, I mean, there's just this hilarious footage of a bloke being loaded into a paddy wagon and the cops not quite knowing how to hold on yes, to him. Yeah. Did they pixelate his, his bum? Uh, no. His front, front or his front back? <laughs> as David Dickinson. <laughs> might say yes uh it was all there was no pixelation it was all just uh it was very sort of austin powers there was always just a, a, a policeman's hand just they had to put him in the van three or four times so they got the, yeah, the take right. just right you right. need another take on that love take it back we can see his david reigns yeah. that is stupid crime right there that's what we're looking for if you found some stupid crime ed yeah 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 don't sound your, your tone is geez ed you printed something out uh, a nude fountain bather has defied police berlin a, a woman a 300 pound woman who bathes uh, in a uh, public fountain e nude every morning. Every morning? Has been arrested 21 times so far. <laughs> uh, has been arrested again and the police are saying we can't force her to stop. Right. Right. Can you throw coins at her? <laughs> yeah, she doing? Oh, yeah, she's rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's uh, and Is she hot though? Uh, yeah. What? Uh, police crack down on stripper funerals, striptease funerals. Mm -hmm. In uh, Beijing, uh, strip teasers have been happening at funerals a little bit too much. Oh, and funerals. the police have started to crack down. So the funerals are a bit like, you know, they're playing a bit of free funeral music. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then uh, living on the thin line by the kinks will kick in. <laughs> <laughs> and four strippers will come out. Well, when does that happen? Is that, I've Banking? never seen that. Five, five strippers have been arrested. I guess if it's the if the last request of the deceased, oh. that, you know, as my coffin is lowered into the ground for babes, stroke, <laughs> then who are we to, you know, naked pallbearers? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. You said pallbearers, didn't yeah. you? I did yeah. say. <laughs> okay, I've got a story here I've been sitting on. Sorry, I forgot. No, I've, just, I've just realised why they do it. Why? Because they're trying to get people to come to the funeral. Oh. The last time it happened, uh -huh. 300 people showed up. Yeah. Well, there's respect for them. To pay their last respects. <laughs> okay. Pop a fiver pop in an there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I never thought I'd live to see the day when you said cop an eyeful. Oh, that was great. Well, it's the heat in the studio. The, a few weeks ago, we had Sydney's Hansel and Gretel petrol thieves. You probably saw them who uh, stole a tanker full of petrol. And they drove to the house. And left the lid off, so leaving a trail of petrol. Oh, of course. But there is no suggestion that either of them were nude, so we're not interested no, in that. No, no. <laughs> but we do love a good criminal, you know, and a good name when they come up with, uh, you know, Hansel and Gretel. It's not, it's not great, yeah, but it's not bad. Weren't they into chocolate, those kids? Many years ago, Tony's favourite all-time criminal, I don't oh. know whether you get to mention very often in this show anymore, was the pants-down dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, what was he doing? He, apparently he would tell his patients, allegedly, uh, that he needed to take their temperature or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they, it did involve clothes being taken off. So he was yeah. known as the, the pants, pants down, down dentist. dentist. And people are sitting there, he's taking their pants off and uh, they're going, well... You're the dentist, yes. so I'll yeah. just let you do what you must. One more quick one. Is uh, eating possum a crime? Uh, I think it is in Australia. Yeah, native animals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine told me over the weekend that her grandfather, used to, when they were kids, used to trick them. They'd come round for a Sunday dinner, and he'd be like, "Look, look, I cook for everybody." Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, mm, "Delicious, Grandpa, delicious. What is it?" 
and then he'd be like, it's possum. <laughs> and he would catch possums <laughs> yes. in the backyard okay. and then cook them up. Yes. And the lesson he was trying to teach them was that native animals were delicious and you okay. should eat them. Okay. Um, and that's not legal. No. But in New Zealand, I think you can just sit on the back porch and blast away yeah. possums till your heart's content. Because <laughs> they were introduced from Australia, you uh, see. So they're feral oh, over yeah. there. They're like rabbits. And that's, yeah. that's what they do. You drive uh, New Zealand country uh, uh, of an evening, you see just kids out with torches and guns just blasting away. So they were introduced. Mm, mm, yeah. They're feral. So I'm, tr- so I'm trying to think of an of a Australian musician who could be shot at <laughs> if they were in New Zealand, but I can't think of one. <laughs> but it would work if you could. Uh, we are going to have to go straight to the callers here, oh, Cavalier. No. It's terrifying. No. It's generally discouraged in radio. Mm. See what's happening, Tom? Don't you, don't you vet your callers? While other shows are getting staff members to pretend to be callers, <laughs> we are going the other way and just taking people at random. Uh, one Any crime or silly crime or anything Trump you've been involved in or have you eaten uh, native wildlife? Is that our dovetail today, is it? Haven't we getting any calls? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just pull one to air. Yeah, ready to go. Hello, Alan. How are you? Hello, Alan, uh, oh, no. Is, hang on. Hey, Alan. How are you? Yeah, very good, sir. Very good. Tell us uh, some crime watch. Uh, many, many, many years ago when I was living in Sydney, um, a fellow I knew around the area had actually Mother's Day was coming up and he uh, decided to break the front window of a Daryl Lee store and uh, and pilfer all the chocolates out of the front window. Mm. And uh, when it comes time to open up all the chocolates, they're all plastic imitations. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Happy ending. Yes. <laughs> Did he still just try and eat them anyway? Oh, I don't know. I, I think he was a chronic, uh, a chronic, uh, like you say, the uh, uh, university cigarette smoker. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> and I think he was, was going to eat the remainder and give the rest to his mother for Mother's Day. I, enjoyed them. I get nothing makes me uh, happier than the way our listeners clean up their language <laughs> when we put them to a A university cigarette. Thank I'm going to be using that phrase for now. Absolutely. <laughs> Ed, what have you found? You, I've never seen you so excited. <laughs> All right, we'll go to Kim first. Hello, Kim. Hi, Hi how are you? Very, very good. Uh, tell us some crime. There was a guy over in the States that tried to rob a gun store. Yes. And the customers more, were more heavily armed than he was, <laughs> and they all turned their weapons on him. Fantastic. You never want to rob. It always ends badly in films, mm, usually yeah. for the gun store owner. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always fat gun store owners. Yeah. With the moustache. And they never seem to realise that their guns are loaded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Kim. Hello, Scott. Hello, how are you going, guys? Ah, good. Uh, talk your some crime watch for us, perhaps? Yes, yes, mate. It's an interesting one. Uh, myself and a good friend of mine, we decided one night to have a university cigarette. We went for a drive, and uh, <laughs> yes. we decided to drive up and dress up in his wife's uh, lingerie, so to speak. <laughs> so we uh, were perusing around the local township, having a good old laugh about things, and the red and blue lights went in the background. <laughs> and uh, they pulled us over, and lo and behold, they did actually find a charge to book us with. What was, what was it? They booked me for negligee driving. Oh. Negligee driving, that will not be our key phrase. Ed, did the phrase that Ugly Dave Gray was on the line not kind of alert you to that caller? Changed his voice. Uh, hello, Peter. G'day, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good, good. good. Mine actually has a combination because my mate was actually almost done 
for harassing the native wildlife as well as another <laughs> trespassing issue. Yes, what, what happened? He was at the beach with some mates. I wasn't actually there at this time. This got second hand to me, but we were wandering by and um, he jumped the fence to chase seagulls. Turned out the place where he was in after the fence was a uh, naval base. <laughs> and, uh, he was then quickly and... Um, not violently, but very, very, very vehemently pushed off the naval base by four police officers and threatened with being charged for breaking on a mil military property. There you Just go. to chase. Well, there you go. Just to chase seagulls. Yeah. That yeah. That, uh, that story didn't go quite down the path I thought. When I heard the phrase harassing the wildlife, I thought this is going to turn ugly. <laughs> no, no, thank <laughs> you. No, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, th thank you, Peter. Thank I think, you. Uh, nice to talk to you. Oh. Phil Phillips disappeared, so I think that's it. Oh, well, that's probably all we've got time for. I can see people oh. from actual radio programs queuing up at the door. Thank you for coming in, Tom Gleisner. Tony, a delight as always. Thank you. I know you didn't come in to plug your show, but I'm going to do it anyway. Thank God you're here. Mm. Is back, not this Wednesday. One after. Next Wednesday. Mm. So you want to have a look at that. Definitely. Uh, anything else to mention? Not a thing. Thank you for having me. And, and get the air conditioning fixed, please. It's just a little sweltering. <laughs> if anyone finds uh, Tom's wife's phone, you can <laughs> drop it off at the station. Give us a call. Give yourself a call. And I think <laughs> I think our key phrase was university cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Ryan Shelton. Yeah. And it's all thanks to the all-new, award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito!